Hey, everybody, welcome to Lockdown Badgers. Justin and Ryan here taking you through the big news on the day. The Badgers lost to Nebraska. We are going to dive into Johnny Davis getting a brutal club to the face and going leaving today's game with an injury and what that means, what's going on with him. Is he okay? We're going to dive into the, our therapy session over the game and discuss how we feel about what happened today. And then finally, it was senior day in Madison. What did this game mean? Does it even matter in terms of what the season is? We take a look into all that here in just a moment. But first, thanks for making Lockdown Badgers your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. And also, this episode of Lockdown Badgers is brought to you by Stat Hero. Stat Hero is reshaping the way... You play fantasy sports, dozens of house-based games and play t- games to play daily. No sharks, no funky props, just your skill versus the lineups you choose. Sign up today at stathero.com forward slash locked on. So, all right, let's dive into this. Uh, big news today, bigger than the game itself. Johnny Davis gets fouled, trips up kind of partially going up for a layup and, and just absolutely gets clubbed by another, by uh, McGowan, Trey McGowan's from Nebraska. Uh, I don't know how you felt about it, Ryan, if you saw it or not. Oh yeah. To me, it was a flat out dirty play. You had Johnny Davis going up. The guy did not even make him move at the ball. It looked like he was legitimately just trying to hit him. Yeah. It, it, so the injury itself, though, actually didn't happen on, on yes. the, the club, yep. right? It's, it's two separate kind of things here. Yes. Yep. So, I mean, it, he left with what they call a lower body injury, um, and then which which happened as he was kind of stumbling to make the yep. layup, and then the club came afterwards. That and then, listen, that's the refs handled it, right? I mean, yep. it, it was it was a flagrant two. two. He, was, he was ejected. No, no arguments. Like he clearly nailed him in the face. They didn't make an obvious play in the ball. Yeah. And then the weirdest thing, like he hovered over him and tried to yank him up. Like yeah, like, like he was trying off, to help. Mate. I don't know if he was trying to help him up or what. That's an aggressive I'm help pretty, up after I, you I, club. I, it was. It was. And I'm pretty sure Johnny Davis wanted nothing no. to do with his help up at that point in time. No. Um, the other the other thing that I want to take away from this, we have heard back. It does sound like it was an ankle injury on Johnny Davis. Hopefully, it's just a lower ankle sprain and not a higher ankle high ankle sprain. Um, high ankle sprain would effectively mean that his season's probably over. Yeah, high ankle sprain is like six to eight weeks. Um, yeah. And I got a quote here. I'll, I'll read it. This is from Andy Katz. Caught up with uh, Badgers men's basketball coach Greg Gard. He is optimistic Johnny Davis will play Friday in the ter- in the Big Ten tournament. They still have to see how his body responds to treatment for his lower body injury. So, two really quick things here. First of all, that's great news, right? Yeah. Optimistic that he's going to play um, only a couple of days. Great news, absolutely yes. great news because this we is all, like a best case scenario. Yes, we all know what this team is without Johnny Davis, and mm-hmm. that's not a nog. It's not disparaging. It is what it is. Oh, we the saw it today. Se- the second part of this, though, I'm sorry. If Gray Guard is intending to play him on Friday on a on an iffy ankle coming back off an iffy ankle, listen, bro, I don't know where you're at on this. The Big Ten tournament is effing meaningless. Like, it is meaningless. It I is, agree with that. You do not play him on Friday, period. If he is less than 100%, you sit him. 100%. I mean, there's, 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 no, there's no reason to mess with this. Listen, Wisconsin's locked in a four seed. Like I would be absolutely shocked if they do not get better or get worse than a four seed. So why mess with it? 
at this point, who cares? Like if you're a top four seed, that's really all. That's really truly all that's important. And I think they're better than that. I I, I mean, we're going to get into I, I that think later. There's a, I think there's a legitimate thing that they can be that they're probably. I, I don't even think they're going to be a four seed. And I think we're going to talk about that a little later where they we may yep. they end up. But there's just to me, um, one of the tweets also referenced that this was an ankle injury played through against Purdue. So this is an ankle injury that he re-aggravated, aggravated. from the Purdue game. Okay. So at this point, listen, um, we've had talks about what, what matters most big 10 regular season title, big 10 tournament title, March madness. I think we both agree. The big 10 tournament title is the bottom of that tier. Yeah. Right. Like nobody cares. So if he is, yeah. I would say this, even if he's a hundred percent, I sit him on Friday because there's no way you can trust him when he says he's a hundred percent because he's a competitor, sit yeah. him down, wait till March, or at least wait till not Friday. Like he has to be hundred percent, bro. I'll be so surprised slash frustrated if he's playing on Friday. I don't disagree with that. Um, I guess it really, to me, depends on um, where it's at. Like if he is, if he is clean, go for it. If not, don't mess with it. It's just not worth it. Like, and I agree with you wholeheartedly that the big turn tournament is meaningless. Like it's, it's effectively who got hot at the right time. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I think that there's an argument that can be made given the minutes that the starters have played on this year's team, that they're better off not going into a deep tournament run for this you don't need three Agreed. games in three days agreed and this what that's what we talked about a couple weeks ago or a couple shows ago right it was mm -hmm. does this should this is this even a good thing for this team you know where the big 10 tournament matters it's for the fringe teams if you win four or five games maybe you can fight your way into a tournament right yeah it's not gonna we've we've seen the calculus for years for wisconsin when they, they've made runs to the big 10 tournament title it, it hasn't helped their seeding like the, mm -hmm. the committee doesn't even factor it in that much yeah i mean let's let's be honest I don't, we know they have contingencies when they're, when they're prepping the effectively prepping the, the final day for the bracket reveal. Like they have probably three different variations or whatever of where they're going to, what they're going to do should Wisconsin win the title or whoever in the big 10. And that's what they're going to do. They're just going to be like, all right. Cause the game's not even over by the time the reveal starts or, or it, it's barely over. Mm -hmm. So effectively they're just like, all right, use this version. And that's basically how it works out. Mm -hmm. Can I tell you, as soon as Johnny Davis got hurt and, and this, this, I may be an, on, on an Island with this thought, as soon as he got hurt, my care about who won or lost this game completely went out the window. I literally, I, I'm not going to say I didn't care at all. Cause obviously I wanted Wisconsin to win, but when it came down to it, my big picture take was none of this matters unless Johnny Davis is good, period. And it just all the the angst for me went to Johnny Davis. Well, I would agree with that 100 percent. I mean, because let's let's be honest, this season turns into a what could have been if Johnny Davis goes down. <laughs> this this is a round of 32 team probably at best if yeah. Johnny Davis isn't playing in in, in the tournament. Like they are they are not very good. And we saw that today. Johnny Davis was gone and the defense was atrocious and they struggled against a Nebraska team that was missing quite frankly, half its team. Best player was what well, didn't play, you know, Bryce McGowan's didn't play. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Th that's a depleted Nebraska team that Wisconsin really couldn't get stops against, which is frustrating. Mm -hmm. And we're going to get into that later as well. Um, going back to Johnny Davis, um, like he, he, he had 10 points and he, he was perfect from the field when he went out, like yes or no, Wisconsin wins this game with Johnny Davis. There's no way they lose that with Johnny Davis mm -hmm. if he plays it out. I mean, am I wrong? Even as poorly no. and as uninspired as they were kind of playing? I think that he was 
we were hitting the time where I think that he was getting ready to ramp it up. Yep. Like this is, he was roughly about the time in the game where he starts to make plays, which is you get about five minutes in the second half, he feels things out and then he just kind of explodes. Um, and that's kind of what it looked like what was happening on that play. Johnny Davis was about to make a big play and things went sideways. Mm-hmm. I just got tripped up a little bit, you know, and, and that's by the way, Wisconsin, not to jinx anything. I don't have the power to jinx things, um, but it's been a pretty healthy team. You know, they've been relatively lucky in that sense this season. Yeah. We haven't really had any injury issues since, you know, about a third of the way through the season mm-hmm. and nothing so. major and not to the big dogs. I mean, Davison's been there the entire time. Hepburn, Hepburn has been there most of the time. And then Johnny Davis been there the whole time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I said, more to follow on this. Obviously the initial news is good, but you never really yep. know. I think they're going to, it's pending some further um, diagnosis and medical stuff. You got anything else on just how you felt? What were, how, how far did you heart sink when, when he kind of, when I saw him go court? down, I, I was, I was hopeful. Um, because he kind of the way that we were watching him, he wasn't, it wasn't consistent. Like it wasn't one of those things where you looked at him and he was really hobbled. Like he would kind of take a few steps and it looked, it didn't look terrible. And then it would get a little bit more ginger on it. And then he would, you know, look a little bit better again. And which makes sense. If it's an ankle, you're kind of testing it out a little bit, you know, it probably loosens up a little bit, but yeah, I, I was, I was really hopeful because you, you know, as well as I, you know, as well as I do, when it comes to an ACL, we've seen plenty of guys get up, Mm-hmm. And, and walk off the court or walk off the field. And, and what it is, is when you try to do a cut or whatever, there's just no stability. It's not necessarily being able to walk. It's being able to do anything else. Um, but yeah, but that being said, um, good news so far, it sounds like hopefully he'll be healthy and ready to play on Friday at hundred percent. If not sit him, and let's get ready for the, the NCAA tournament with that. We're going to get ready to dive into our next area, the therapy session, where Ryan and I get the thoughts from this game out, our emotions of how we're feeling about this one. And before, but first, football might be over for the season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, betonline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. Bet online remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds, coverage, and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online, where the game starts. And also, March Madness is only one week away. We have tournament week, everybody, and then we'll be diving into the NCAA tournament. That means you need to start now about thinking now about where you're going to be running your brackets this year. Are you going for the usual? Are you looking for the best? We've done our homework here and we're running brackets with runyourpool.com. Along with standard brackets, Run Your Pool offers game type types like Survivor or Pick X. Both are really fun. Ryan and I have tried those in years past and we're both big fans of them. They give you options to edit scoring and they offer more intel to make your picks. All stuff you won't find on ESPN or CBS. If you've got got a business, Run Your Pool can help you take some of that madness magic and play alongside your employees or even gain customers. Plus, they offer full white glove customer support. 
custom branding, and one of the easiest three-minute setups you'll ever find. Clearly, we believe Run Your Pool, believe in Run Your Pool, because like I said, we're running our brackets there ourselves. There's no truer test than that. If you want to play against us for a shot at a cash prize, join us at runyourpool.com forward slash locked on. And while you're there, create your own pool for your friends and family. Enter Pure Madness at checkout for $10 off your custom pool. All the rules and details will be available there. That's runyourpool.com forward slash locked on for your chance to win a cash prize. We look forward to seeing and beating you there. All right, Ryan, it's time for the therapy session. Mm. Uh, How are you? Because I feel I, like you're the guy I was, after the game. I was, dis- I was despondent after the game. There, there was a, there was some anger and aggression that came out. You're the guy who needs this therapy session. Like I feel like this I, game hit you more than it hit me. I, I am a sore loser. I will flat out be yes. honest with that. You're a fan. You're I, a fan. I'm, I'm a fan, but I do not like losing to teams that are I view as inferior. Um, now, albeit there's a lot of talent on that Nebraska team, they heavily underperformed this year. Like I, I there's not no other way to say it. There's a lot of talent there. There's a ton of athleticism. They just did not play well for the bulk of the season. That being said, this is a team that Wisconsin Wisconsin should beat nine out of ten times in my eyes. Mm-hmm. They they played poorly today. Even without Johnny, they should beat this team. And why? Because Wisconsin should be able to lock down and just do the little things that should win them this game. And they didn't do it. They were terrible on defense and it absolutely was crushing Chucky Hepburn for the first time or one of the first times this season. It has have, he's had hints of it here and there in games, but never really had a bad defensive game. He was pretty bad today. He got beat off the dribble a lot today. And I, I don't know what your thoughts were on this. And I don't want to just put it on him because every, it was a, it was a team effort. Yeah, no, like, it was a, to, to quote, to quote basketball. Well, it's a team game and it took all of us to lose this one. <laughs> sure did. Um, let me hit you with like a, a, a trifecta of thoughts here. You ready for this? Yeah. This game didn't bother me at all. In the, I in the big you, sense. You and I differ greatly. There. Yes. Well, no, I want to be clear. Like I, I obviously wanted to win. I want to yeah. win the big 10 title outright. Like I'm, I'm not sitting here, not caring for win or lose in the big picture. Again, this, my care for the game mostly went out the window when Johnny Davis got hurt. Okay. Um, cause all of my just energy went towards, oh my goodness gracious, the season might be yeah. over. And at that point, losing to Nebraska at the, at the end of the season and still at worst, at worst being a COVID oh, yeah. champion, not that big a deal. Here's the other one. Johnny Davis is the head of the snake. Like, and if you lose mm-hmm. him, I don't care who you're playing with this Wisconsin team. You're not going to beat people without Johnny Davis. And it, it would almost be different if you had lost him or if you didn't have him at the beginning of the game, right? To lose him in game, you could just see it. It took so much out of everything that they were doing, just the swagger, the well, team, the momentum. Uh, they they and, were in the middle of a run. Oh, I got one more for you after this. I got one more quick. They were in the middle of a run, and then you could just see, like, the, they just ran out of gas without their engine. And I don't blame him for that. Like, he's been their engine all year. Here's the third one. We talked about the close wins. The close lot, like eventually that comes back to bite you, right? Like it's, there is an element of if you continue to play close games, you're going to drop one. And that's what happened today. Like you can't continually come on the right side of the ledger with that. So it sucks. I'm not happy about it, but it doesn't impact me as much. Teams are allowed to lose a bad game. Well, and you and I spoke in the last podcast that we did that we, we didn't think this team was playing poorly and needed a wake up call game. 
this game, they started out playing poorly. The, the mm. intensity level was not there. They were incredibly sloppy to start the game. They had turnovers on what for their first five possessions, something like that. It was, it was a bad start mm-hmm. to a game. The defense was sloppy. They let Nebraska get off to a hot start and, and get a lot of confidence without having Bryce McGowan's out there. So it was like a perfect storm of like, what are you guys doing? They dug himself like, a hole for sure. Yeah. They, they were not locked in and they definitely, they, they had to play from behind, which I think you and I will both agree more times than not. That's a huge energy drag on a team when you have to play harder to kind of amp things up to catch up teams like that if they let if they consistently let the other team make plays and that's what was happening in this this wasn't like hey we can just catch them if we tighten down they weren't tightening down like they made up ground and they caught up but it was like they would they would catch up a little bit let it run down to the other end and the other and nebraska scores well they did go up nine though like again like so they they did catch up take a lead. And again, I think it's just as honestly, I think it's as simple as Johnny Davis got hurt. I mean, I really think it's just as simple as that. And, you know, if you take, this isn't a team with um, a Batman and a co-Batman, like, right. This, I, I don't even know if you would call Davison and, and Hepburn um, Robbins to a Batman. This is a team with a major alpha and a bunch of sidekicks, you know, and you lose him in the middle of the second half. Like it, I'll give you oh, another was- one too. It's, there's probably an element of Wisconsin coming off that Purdue win was feeling themselves a little too much and probably. didn't take Nebraska seriously. Well, and I think you and I both agree on this. There was nobody that was ready to step up and, and be the center, the focal point of things when this, when Johnny went down, like there, there's just nobody that like stepped into the spotlight and was like, I got this. And that was very evident in this game. Mm-hmm. There'd be glimpses here and there where somebody like Hepburn would make a nice play on offense. Davison would hit a big, shot but none of them consistently did anything well in this game you even wall be- wall i thought wall played pretty well and even he had some some bunnies that he missed in this game yeah he did um crowd missed crowd didn't play that well he missed a, a really was, big layup he bad he missed a really really big kind of a bunny in the second Crowell half that would have been game. a big shot um the bench once again like listen Let's take vote out of this because I thought Stephen vote. He had, played or, really well. Yeah, I he was he the bright played, spot in this game. He played really well. Uh, Chris vote. Sorry, I said Stephen vote. I mixed up our two bigs. Uh, so Chris vote, I thought played really can, well. But can we combine them? Could we? <laughs> um, but you know, the two guards come off the bench. It was it was Jordan Davis and Jacoby Neath, and we got two points and one of nine, two of nine shooting from that group. You know, four points, two of nine shooting. You just can't win if that's what you're getting with your backup big guards. You have to get something well, a little bit more. I, I will say this. Neath, Neath needs to get a lot more aggressive, but this is the first time I've watched him since the start of the season where he did not look out of control playing on the court. Now, toning down, like not playing out of control is one thing, but you have to take the shots that are there. There were times when he was in the paint, effectively wide open, he hesitated, and it's like, just go up with that. You have to take that shot if you want to be out on the floor. And meanwhile, Jordan Davis went one of five from three. Which you you want them taking open shots, but again, like it's and they really were open, hard. So they I don't were. I don't have an issue with any of the shots he took. I don't either, but it's tough when when Johnny's out and your backup is going one of five, right? Like, and mm-hmm. I think again, just goes back to Johnny. If Johnny plays, we win this game. I think it's that simple. If he I, I, well, he got yeah, hurt, we, we lost, lost by a point for sure. Yeah, so and I think you can make the argument that as it was a Vergie. Oh, Vergie had a really good game. Yeah. yeah, you can make the argument that he probably doesn't play remotely as well with Davis's. Out in the game because you probably sure. put Davis on him, and I think he would have stayed in front of him. 
Now, you know, the other thing, let's throw this out here just to just to be fair. I mean, Bryce McGowan's didn't play either, but Johnny Davis is better than Bryce McGowan's, right? Mm-hmm. So, like at the end of the day, um, you and I did talk about this. So Nebraska coming off two straight wins, playing the best basketball of their season. Mm-hmm. You know, albeit that's a low bar for Nebraska. They've won three conference games four now, but Listen, they were playing well. I think clearly Wisconsin wasn't ready. They expected to just roll over them. And then in the middle of the game, when they were making a run, Johnny Davis got hurt. I just, mm-hmm. it's just a combination of things, man. And those happen in the season. Like, how many bad losses does. does Wisconsin have this year? Just Th- one now. This one, yeah. Like, I mean, Rutgers is going to be 18, 19, 20, and 12 on the year. That's not bad, man. If you finish no. the season with one bad loss, like, it's, yep. it's the timing of it's poor, right? And ideally, your bad loss isn't to a three-conference win team. Like, that's a really bad loss. That's a Q4 game for sure. Like, that's that one stings. Yeah, it doesn't help the resume. Um, Anything else on the therapy session? I feel like you're you're calmer now. I think you've come off the... I am. I I definitely needed a trip to the gym to get get some aggression out. I, I was hot after the game, and a lot of it had to do with, like, I, I don't like when when guys play poorly. Like it doesn't seem like they're as engaged as they should be. And and honestly, maybe some of that was Davis leaving, but the guys did not look engaged. And it was like, come on, like you're making this way too easy for them to make plays. And and that's where the frustration was. Like I I can forgive losing to teams when you're playing hard. I can't forgive losing to teams when it doesn't look like you you're, you know, giving full effort. And defensively, I did not see a team that was giving great effort today. That's like, fair. Not, a, not a great, not a great showing on senior night for sure. Um, mm-hmm. All right, guys, uh, coming up next, we're going to dive into just kind of what senior night meant, maybe what this game means in the big picture. Where do we go from here? Uh, but first uh, a couple of great sponsors of today's show. We have stat hero. Everyone knows kind of how March Madness works, right? You build up to it. Week one, before the before it starts, you're building your brackets. You're getting your people together. You're, everyone has a chance. Hope springs eternal. Kind of week two of March Madness. And everyone, listen, everyone listening to the show can remember this. Chris Chiozo beats, you know, Florida beats Wisconsin at the buzzer. Um, Bronson Koenig does the same thing to number one Villanova in the corner. These, these magical moments, these buzzer beaters that happen in the round of 32 and the round of 16. Like, it's this amazing time of the year where these buzzer beaters are happening all over you're staying home you're calling in sick you're seeing all the games and then you get into that final week and right who can forget those back-to-back lead eight games against arizona wisconsin arizona that first one went into overtime 64 63 arizona couldn't get a shot up in the final second kaminsky went nuts it's magical this time of year and stat hero stat hero is here for you they do NCAA single game pickums where you pit star players against each other in an amazing hybrid between fantasy and sports gambling. Take control back from those handicappers that always seem to have everything going for them. Now you get it back. Take that back. Um, control it. Have the advantage. Start focusing on the players that you know best with the gameplay that doesn't rely on big spreads. Crazy odds that nobody understands or funky props that never pay out. Stat Hero gives you the advantage resulting in game winning for our game winners four times more often. That's because Stat Hero eliminates the mystery about what's going on. They show you what's happening behind the scenes to give you the advantage. In addition to their pick'em games, they have dozens of lineups that you can comb through to take head-to-head. They post sets of players, and you can discern or you can determine who you want to choose. It makes it incredibly simple. Their user interface is top-notch. It's a simple, sleek gameplay that'll have you playing in minutes. This is what you need to do. It's that time of the year. Let's get to it. You sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash locked on. 
use the promo code for a 100% deposit match. You put 100 in, they're going to give you 100 back. Where else are you going to get that? That's stathero.com slash locked on, promo code locked on for a 100% match. Stathero.com, promo code locked on, terms and conditions apply. Today's show is also brought to you by Built Bar. Built.com. Built Bar has become my best friend in the world. Sorry, uh, Justin and Derek and Hank and Tony, all the people that used to hold that spot. It's become Built Bar for me. This is the absolute best snack you can have if you're trying to, to get in shape, to lose weight, to have something healthy and nutritious at the gym. You throw it in your backpack. My new favorite flavor is banana cream pie. 695 reviews right now, banana cream pie. All five star. You can't get anything better than this on the market. It's a high tasting cal or high tasting protein bar low on calories it doesn't leave you feeling bloated or messed up uh, most of these most of these bars are 130 calories four grams of sugar four net carbs and 17 or more grams of protein and the flavors are all over the map anything that you want mint brownie coconut coconut almond uh, white chocolate cookies and cream and like i said the banana cream pie is unbelievable at built bar they are all about the taste they make it taste delicious first and figure out how to make it healthy. They know how to keep people coming back. They understand the market and they've built an incredible, incredible community of people who have been following this movement. Um, if you go to built.com, do what we do, join the movement, built.com, promo code LOCKED15, and you get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15. For 15% off built.com, you will not regret it, I promise you. All right, Justin, let's get into our last segment here. And this is going to be a good one. Uh, big picture. So senior night, right? We have a couple seniors. Obviously, Johnny Davis is likely gone as well. Um, what does this mean? Senior night, big picture with this loss. How does this impact us? Wherever you want to go from here. What is your kind of big picture takeaway from this? It's it's sad, given what this team went through, to have this be the, the outcome on their last game in Madison. Um, you know, you don't have a player like Johnny come through a program like ours very often. I mean, the last guy, I think we would agree the last player that was this much of a, uh, shall we say shooting star was Devin Harris. He's the last guy that had that kind of ceiling that you looked at and you're like, this guy's a lottery pick. Um, Frank was, was very good, but we had him for multiple years. Um, so he didn't quite, he kind of grew within the program. We had him for a longer time. Um, Davison, obviously, he's been here forever. His his mark on the program is is one of the most recognizable players in mm -hmm. Badger history at this point. Um, reputation that few college players have, other than Grayson Allen, mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. for better however, or worse. However, we yeah, for better or worse. Um, and then yeah, Chris Vote who has done nothing but make news here with his play in some of our big games, as well as what he did in his hometown after the, the tornadoes went through, you know, an opportunity for that guy to come in here, win another title. He's won a title every year of his career, a conference title. Were you aware of that? I was not aware of that actually. Yes. So he's at Cincinnati before here. They won, they won theirs every year. And now he comes to Wisconsin and they win the conference title in the regular season too. So that's yeah, pretty crazy. <laughs> just for senior night, just let me give this a, yeah. that's just me clapping for Davison, man. Yeah. Um, I love Davison. I love his game. It's I, nice to see him go out on top. And he came back for all the right reasons. He's a total winner. Uh, and I, I get it. Like I, I get 
I get the angst with him. You know, he, he, listen, if he if he played for Iowa, I would probably well, be ready him. for him to leave too. He'd, he'd be Jordan um, Bohannon almost. Not that, not that. No, level. no, but yeah, because don't, he don't doesn't open. His, he doesn't open. He doesn't open his mouth like. Don't Jordan put Bohannon. that man's name in. Yeah, the thing is, no, but I mean that that level of of dislike is how it would be everyone of, feels about Davis. It'd be a level of dislike, but when you really watch him, if you really pay, here's the thing. Here's the difference. If you really pay attention to basketball, you'll see a lot of the things he gets disliked for, like taking charges is a great example. He just is just better at it than everyone else. And people don't yeah. like it, but like, it's a, it's, it's an embodiment of his toughness of his commitment to the game of his willingness to do whatever it takes to win. Like he has been such a winner for Wisconsin. So well, the other part of it is everyone calls him kind of a dirty player because he does a lot of the oh, he's had moments. He, he does a lot of the little tricks. I, let's be honest here. I'm just going to be blunt. A majority of that stuff, literally every player on the court does. He, he has highlighted on it because of the fact that he's had some prior indiscretions, which means that people notice it a lot more mm-hmm. because they're already focusing on him. The hook and hold stuff and everything else. I've seen plenty of guys do it. Like, yeah. I, he also does it agreed, obviously. Yeah. And I, I'm, yeah, I would just say he's also gone into that gray area a couple of times, which I think yes. we acknowledge as Badger fans. It is what it is. I, I love the guy, period. I'm listening. And there's a bias I have. I'm a Badger fan. It is what it is. You don't like it. Don't be a Badger fan. You know, I don't know what to tell you. I love the guy. I'm glad that he was able to, to have such a successful season this year coming off of what was a train wreck last year. He was exactly what I was hoping for with this year's team. A guy who, for the large, the greater part of the season was was a stabilizing influence and didn't get too involved with the way that he played, meaning that he he put his hands on things, but he didn't try to take over and be a focal point, which I think was a big deal in what this young team needed, because it would have been bad for the development of the younger guys had he tried to take center stage, so to speak. Yeah, they needed to grow into the into their roles. You know what he has though? He has situational awareness. Oh yeah. Like he really understands what oh, his he's role a coach on the team floor. is. Yep. Yeah. So it was never I, to him. I, I don't think it was ever a thing. Like he had no issues turning the keys over to Davis. Whereas I think mm-hmm. other players in last year's team, no, you oh, know, no names, yeah. but I think there were players in last year's team that wouldn't have done that. Um, oh, 100%. So let's, let's shift to this then. Cause obviously that that's a big talking point, but does this game actually mean anything losing this game? Um, I think from an NCAA seeding standpoint, it, it may push them down a rung because I think now you have a, a glaring loss on the resume that you can be like, yeah, they lost that game. Mm-hmm. Whether or not they'll, they'll acknowledge the fact that Johnny was out for it. I, I always, I always wonder how deep anybody else besides us looks at it. Well, the committee mentions, I mean, they do look at it, right? Yeah. Cause they, they talk but about how, how seriously do they take how it? much That's do they the weigh thing. it? Yes. That's, that's the, that's the thing. And that's like, listen, if Wisconsin's in the top four seeds, it doesn't matter. You're you're either going to be playing. If you're the four seed, you're eventually going to be playing the one. If you're the, you know, three seed, you'll eventually be playing the two. They would have been on the two line if they won today. I think, I think it would have been a lock for a two. Um, And basically all this really does is now, instead of playing the three, you'll be playing a two. Uh, can I just Does that say, matter? I, there's a lot of, I think that, I think the top three seeds, there's a lot of parody in that group. Yeah. I would agree with that. I, I and I don't think they're getting pushed down too far because of this anyway. I, I think no. that not having Davis will be looked at. I, I do think it, it matters to some degree. Uh, and then from a national perspective, 
I, I think most people are attuned to the fact that every team has a bad loss or two. Like it's, it's just not a rare thing to have a bad loss on your resume. Um, we've seen it from really you and I have talked about some of the teams in the top 10. There's bad losses on most people's schedules and the Badgers don't have multiple ones. They didn't have Johnny Davis. I don't think it's going to be a big anchor on that. Obviously I think it, it hurts them, but I don't think it's a big anchor when given the totality of their record. That's fair. Anything else that you got from today? Obviously, we're all hoping for for continued good news on Johnny Davis, which is the the big real takeaway I mean, here. Yeah, I mean, going forward, the way we look at this going into the conference tournament, obviously today it really doesn't matter. What I think they do need is they need a, they probably need to win one game just to kind of get their mojo back heading into the tournament. Mm-hmm. You'd like to have them a good showing in the first round or whatever, and then from there, hopefully lose a hard fought game in the next game so that they get a little extra time to rest. Mm-hmm. And no matter what, they have the double buy. So they have a little yeah. bit of time to get themselves right. Yep. All right, guys. Well, as always, we appreciate you tuning in and listening. Uh, we really do appreciate the support. If you ever want to get in contact with us, you can either email us or hit us up on Twitter. The email is lockedonbadgers at gmail.com. And at Twitter is at lockedonbadgers. Uh, we'll respond to either. And thanks for making uh, Locked On Badgers your first listen every day. Continue tuning into Locked On Badgers for the Badger basketball stretch run into March. And spring football coming up, we just had a junior day that we're going to start diving into with getting some recruits back on campus. Make uh, Locked On NFL Draft your second listen of the day after Locked On Badgers. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.